Welcome to the Storycraft Cafe. Come in, grab a cup of your favorite beverage, and get ready to join the storytelling conversation. Storycraft Cafe is brought to you by Dabble, the ultimate cloud-based fiction writing software. Here we're going to bring together storytellers from all walks to encourage and empower you to craft your best story. Welcome into the Storycraft Cafe podcast. Thanks for joining us again this week. I hope your NaNoWriMo has been going amazingly. If you're listening to this episode when it first drops, we're a little over halfway through NaNoWriMo. So I uh, hope that that's going uh amazingly well for you and uh and if you've been following along over at storycraft.cafe there's been lots of writing sprints and uh you know people that you can connect with to help you stay motivated stay on track and you know maybe pick up a few tips along the way we got a very special series of podcasts that I'm going to be bringing you over the next few weeks. Uh, we published a book uh, here at Dabble. It was called Let's Write a Book, and it is uh, eight chapters with a conclusion and a introduction chapter. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to release this audio book uh, chapter by chapter. Today, we're going to have the introduction and chapter one. And I think you're really going to enjoy this. This will step you through the process of going from nothing to writing a book. And I, I hope you'll enjoy it. Introduction. Rumor has it you want to write a book. Well, that's freaking awesome, isn't it? First of all, congratulations for taking one of the first steps towards grabbing that story in your head and making it real. There are so many people out there who think about writing a book or mixing a song, painting a piece of art, creating something out of wood or metal or scraps you salvage from a junkyard. But tragically, few of those people even start their journey. And unfortunately, there are even fewer who see that journey through to the end. But that's why you picked up this book. You want to get that story out to finish that book. And damn it, we're going to get you there. By committing to writing your story, you're joining a group of dedicated authors who want to pursue their passion. In the breakneck pace of the world we live in, chasing your dream can sometimes be cast to the wayside but more people than ever are taking their creative endeavors and making them a reality. The opportunity is there for the taking. Despite that, there are so many writers who don't want to admit, even to themselves, that they want to write a book. That's a tough pill to swallow. For writers, there are few things as fun or rewarding as writing the story constantly churning itself around in your brain. So before you read any further, Give yourself a pat on the back, take a few breaths, and realize that you're doing something really cool. Congratulate yourself for that. At the same time, start to understand that writing a book is a big undertaking. Writing your first draft is not something that can be done in a day, a week, or even a month for most people. Especially if this is your debut book, just finishing the first draft is going to take a handful of months, if not more. Even then, some people take years to finish their book. 
With the tools and knowledge I'm going to provide you in this book, it hopefully won't take you years to write your first draft. Before we go forward, though, you must understand that writing a book takes time and is a commitment. Understanding that up front can save you a lot of frustration and burnout through the journey. Don't worry, we're going to get there together. The number one secret to finishing your first draft. Now brace yourself because you're about to learn the single most important secret to writing a book. While everything you read in remaining chapters will help you, this one piece of information stands above the rest as the pinnacle of what a writer needs to know. So what's the number one tip to writing a book? You actually have to write. Before you close this book forever and swear at me, let me explain what that sentence means. Writing is a skill. It is something that you can be good or bad at, but like all skills, it is something that can improve over time. Writing is not a spark of inspiration or a sacred act that can only be performed when the planets align during a blood moon on the eve of harvest season. If you want to start and finish writing a book, you have to actually sit your butt down and write. The words only come out if you're the one to make them appear. We'll revisit this top secret idea throughout the book, but here are some things to keep in mind as you craft your novel. Writing creates momentum. The more you write, the more you'll be able to write. You'll get excited and those creative juices will flow as you keep those words coming. This is true on both a micro and macro level. On a micro level, your writing will improve and you will write more quickly as you progress through your writing sessions. On a macro level, you will become more comfortable and explore more of your story as you bring it to life. Make writing a habit. Writing is an expression of creativity, but that doesn't mean that you need to embrace the romanticized idea of a Renaissance artist to write a book. Make writing a habit. The more often and regularly you write, the easier it becomes to write. It's as simple as that. Your first draft will be imperfect before it's perfect. Ask an experienced writer if their first draft looks anything like their published book, and you'll probably make that writer laugh. Your first draft is just that, a first draft. Don't get hung up on a single adjective or a sentence that isn't exactly what you want it to be. You are going to go back and revisit your story multiple times before it meets your standards. And as writers, we tend to set near impossible standards for ourselves. This book was created with the sole purpose of helping you write the first draft of your book. It gives you all the information and tools you need to embrace this big secret which honestly isn't really a secret, and start writing. So let's look at what this book contains. How this book has been written. This book has been split into two distinct parts to help you in your writing journey. Part one is all about the things you should be doing before you even get started on a draft or an outline. In this first part, I'm going to be covering the foundational knowledge of a book, what a book is, figuring out your genre and subgenre, and more. I'll also be talking about the mindset of a writer, what you need to write your book, 
and where you'll be writing. Finally, I'll wrap up part one with the basics of plotting and planning. Just the idea of planning might make some of you groan, so chill out for a second, because I have ways of outlining and structuring for those who love to plan and those who absolutely hate it. Part two is where we get to the good stuff, writing your first draft. I'll go over the key elements of a kick-ass book as well as the more technical stuff like point of view, active and passive voice, and more. Together, we'll do a deep dive into what it takes to make the perfect plot, compelling characters, and tantalizing themes. And I'll even help you out with ways to actually get your book written. Again, it's a long, sometimes difficult journey. And what to do when you encounter setbacks like the dreaded writer's block. Don't worry, it's not as scary as it sounds. The second part is, for hopefully obvious reasons, the biggest section of the book. That doesn't mean that it's the only part worth reading. I'm saying it loud for the future best-selling authors in the back of the room. There is more to writing a book than just having a cool story. Another thing to know while you're reading through this book is that I'm not claiming one way of writing is better than another. In fact, you'll find options throughout the book for both plotters, people who love outlining and structuring their story before they write, and pantsers, people whose skin burns at the mere mention of planning and everyone in between. Don't worry, I've got your back, no matter who you are. That's what we do at Dabble. We make stuff to help writers write. It's what we're most passionate about and why we go to work every day. So devour this book in a few hours or over a weekend then use what you learn to actually get writing. Easier said than done, though, right? Luckily for you, Dabble is here to help. With a novel writing platform built for writers by writers, it has never been easier or more fun to write the novel that's been burning a hole in your head. Dabble comes complete with our famous plot grid to make plot holes a thing of the past and make sure that all your chapters scenes, and notes are no more than a click away. With built-in goal tracking and interface that lets you focus on writing, the important part, and more features being voted on and added regularly, Dabble is the tool you deserve to have on your side. Best of all, you can try it out for 14 days absolutely free. You don't even need to put in a credit card. Check us out at www.dabblewriter.com. Now get reading and learn everything you need to know to write your first draft. Part 1. Before You Write Chapter 1. Book Basics What is a book? Seems kind of like a dumb question given the sort of people who will be reading this. Bear with me, though, because there's some important fundamentals that you might not even be aware of. In this chapter, I'm going to establish a baseline for what every book, no, every good book needs. But I'll keep it short because you want to get to writing, right? The three basic story elements. At its core, a book is just a long story. And every story has three basic elements that make it successful. Plot, characters, and theme. Scholars, 
aka me and the other writers at Dabble, might argue which is more important of the three, but the reality is that they are all essential to a quality story. Throughout this book, especially in part two, we're going to revisit these three elements in a lot more detail, but again, this chapter is here to establish a foundation. Plot Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines plot as the plan or main story. Thanks, Merriam-Webster. This section is now done. For real, though, the plot of your book is the story that you're telling. It's Dorothy getting swept away to Oz and finding her way home. It's a handful of orphans going through a wardrobe and getting transported to Narnia to become royalty after hanging out with talking animals. It's the journey a refugee family makes as they are fleeing the dangers of home and hoping for a better life for their kids. Plot is the story. So if your plot doesn't make sense, is convoluted, is weak, or is filled with dreaded plot holes, aka inconsistencies, then your book is going to suffer as a result. No matter how strong the characters and theme are, they can't carry a bad plot to success. Sprinkled amongst your plot, you also have subplots. These are stories within your story, often focusing on a single character or a handful of them. Subplots contribute to the overall narrative while strengthening the other two elements that we're about to cover. Characters All right, Merriam-Webster, lay it on us. One of the persons of a drama or novel. Nailed it. Characters are the people, animals, sentient vegetables, etc. in your story. But within a story, not all characters are built the same. You will have main characters, secondary characters, and tertiary characters. Main characters are central to moving the plot in your book. These could be your protagonist, the hero, the one we're rooting for, or your antagonist, the villain, the one working against your protagonist. You aren't limited to just one protagonist or antagonist, depending on your story. Secondary characters are still pretty dang important to the overall plot, but aren't the stars of the show. They might only be involved in a handful of scenes with the main characters, but their impact should still be noticeable. Just like main characters, secondary characters can work for or against the goals of the protagonist or antagonist. Tertiary characters are more like background or occasional characters. Some of them might be named in your story, some might not be. Some might be in a couple scenes, others might just appear for a line or two in a single scene. These types of characters usually add detail to the world or story, but often aren't critical to the larger plot. Where our first element, plot, is just the story, it's your cast of characters that will push your story forward. Without strong characters, even the best plot in the world will flounder. So then what makes a strong character? I'm going to give you a bunch of ways to strengthen your characters in part two, but just take a moment to think about the last book that made you love the characters. Make a list of what captivated you so much. That list might include things like, they had a very detailed backstory. They displayed traits that you found admirable. They displayed traits that shocked or horrified you, thus making them a good villain. You could easily picture them in your mind. 
You related to their struggles. You liked how they grew over the course of the story. The list could go on and on. There are a ton of things that can make a character strong, so try thinking of a few before we get to part two. The last detail on our list is an important one, too. Your main characters in your story, whether they are the protagonist or antagonist, will likely change as a result of some sort of conflict, either external or internal. These changes are called arcs, and all the best characters have them. We'll cover character arcs in detail later in the book. For now, just remember that a cast of great characters is what truly draws a reader in and brings the story to life. Theme The last of the three basic story elements, theme, is defined as a subject or topic of discourse or of artistic representation. That's a little complicated, but is at least more interesting than the last two definitions. To put it a little more simply, the theme is the human truth or social message you are trying to get across within your story. It isn't explicitly stated within your plot or by a character, but it is demonstrated by a series of events throughout the plot to paint a larger picture. In The Wizard of Oz, the biggest theme is self-sufficiency. Dorothy, despite fields of intoxicating flowers, evil witches, and absolutely terrifying flying monkeys, seriously, they gave me nightmares, makes it to the city of Oz. Her companions, the Lion, Tin Man, and Scarecrow, also find it within themselves to overcome what they thought were their shortcomings. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe has a bunch of themes swirling around in it, which is perfectly okay for a book to do. It examines how good triumphs over evil, how humans have the capacity to forgive, but come on, Edmund, she's called the White Witch, and the sacrifices that people sometimes have to make to achieve their goals. At face value, a theme might not seem like a critical component to a book. Sure, you can write an awesome space opera that focuses on great characters and a really cool story, but do you really need a theme? Again, we have a whole chapter in part two dedicated to theme. But for now, just know that yes, your book needs a theme. Luckily for you, you don't need to come up with the perfect theme right now. That usually develops as you write. Other book things. A book isn't just the plot, characters, and themes. There are some less abstract elements that go into the creation of a book, too. Let's rapid fire our way through this section since these are all likely concepts you've been introduced to but might not know the specifics of. How long is a book? This seems like something that every writer Googles at the beginning of their career. The answer might vary from person to person, but here are some good guidelines to follow. Flash fiction, under 500 words. Children's picture book, 500 to 600 words. Children's chapter book, 1,000 to 10,000 words. Short story, 5,000 to 10,000 words, though some are less than 5,000. Novella, 10,000 to 40,000 words. Novel, 40,000 plus words. It's important to note that some genres and styles vary even within those guidelines. For example, young adult books are best kept between 40,000 and 70,000 words, while fantasy books tend to range from 90,000 to 150,000 words. For those looking to get published through traditional publishers, 
most first-time authors should aim for less than 100,000 words as printing costs for larger word counts can cannibalize your chances at getting published. Chapters in a Book Within most books, you will find chapters, a scene or collection of scenes that form the bigger plot. There aren't any hard and fast rules that chapters must follow, though. Some authors have 10 or more pages per chapter, while others are happy to have single page or less be a chapter. Some authors don't have any chapters at all. Chapters are really good at maintaining the pace of your story. Shorter chapters mean shorter breaks and more interruptions. Longer chapters force your reader to hang around longer, usually indicating a slower pace. No chapters means no interruptions, so the pace is more suited to action-adventure stories. Honestly, find what works best for your story and just go with it. You will never please everyone. If you want to become an expert on chapters and impress all your writing friends, check out some of our articles over at DabbleU. Standalone Book versus Series of Books A series of books is just a big story told over multiple normal-sized, which is totally subjective, stories. Because of this, you can use the principles you learn in this book to help craft a bigger series. Still, writing a series is a massive endeavor. Where some people struggle with maintaining their focus and enthusiasm for a book over weeks and months, you must do the same with a series for years. That's a heck of a commitment. New authors should consider starting their writing career with a standalone book. One that doesn't have sequels and finishes its plot without new stories or loose ends, rather than a series. This isn't to say that you can't start with a series. I'm not your parent. I don't get to tell you what to do. But remember that writing is a skill, and like all skills, it is one you will develop the more you practice. That means that your second book is going to be better than your first book. Your fifth book will be better than your fourth. So it's not that your series will be bad if you start your writing career with book one of the coolest series ever, but understand that the series might be weakened because the first book you ever wrote is the one that kicks it all off. All that being said, you can have an amazing first book in your series if you take what you learn in this book and commit to writing your best story. What's up with genres? Another important part of writing your book is the genre you're writing in. Genre helps us writers understand what we're doing in the first place and who will read it after all our hard work. A book genre is also crucial for a reader to decide if they want to pick it up in the first place. By writing within a genre, which, spoiler, we all do whether we admit it or not, you're setting up certain expectations for a reader. From subject matter to pacing to the length of the book itself, genres fill readers with confidence that what they are about to read will at least fall into their interest, even if it doesn't become their new favorite book. Think about it this way. A reader picking up a science fiction novel might be expecting to see a spaceship at some point during the story. Not all sci-fi novels have spaceships, but that would be your go-to genre to find a spaceship. On the other hand, someone who picks up a historical romance book will be shocked to see a spaceship show up. That's a surefire way to have your book put down for good. If you ignore the fundamentals and expectations of your genre, you will quickly find your readers disappointed in your book. To make things a little more complicated, 
Genres also have subgenres, which are niches within the broader category. Think epic fantasy or urban fantasy, historical romance or paranormal romance, climate sci-fi versus space travel sci-fi. These subgenres let you get very specific in your story and truly appeal to fans. Because not everyone who likes one subgenre likes the other subgenres in that category. So what are genres all about? I'm going to quickly go over the most popular genres to help you become more familiar with them and by the end of the chapter, choose which genre is best for you. And before I get any angry tweets or emails, let it be known that the subgenres listed are not exhaustive, but will hopefully inspire you to look a little further into some of these categories. Action Adventure This genre is all about maintaining a fast pace and a lot of action. It usually involves a hero or heroes racing towards a goal in order to stop something bad from happening. Characters go on journeys that range from personal to worldwide. Key Characteristics Breakneck pacing, danger, acts of courage and heroism, a sense of time running out or impending doom. Subgenres None, though there's a lot of overlap with other genres. Examples The Da Vinci Code, The Hobbit, The Maze Runner. Fantasy Fantasy stories are usually marked by the presence of magical or other supernatural forces. They can have non-human species that are common in the world, think orcs, elves, etc. And technology is usually less developed because, well, magic. Fight scenes are detailed on both large and small scales, and the world itself is quite different than what we know. Key Characteristics Mythological or supernatural elements Magical powers Wondrous worlds. Subgenres. Dark fantasy, epic fantasy, high fantasy, magical realism, urban fantasy. Examples. Harry Potter, American Gods, City of Bones, The Lord of the Rings, Twilight, The Princess Bride. Historical fiction. Not everything in books has to be completely made up. Historical fiction weaves new stories by using known people or places from history. Stories in this genre might take place during a particular social or political event, too. When writing historical fiction, particular attention must be paid to details in dialogue, clothing, mannerisms, and more. Historical fiction can blend well with sci-fi, via time travel, romance, and fantasy. Key Characteristics Real people, places, and events from history, accuracy, and increased presence of details. Subgenres Historical romance, multi-period epics, alternate histories, time travel. Examples. A Tale of Two Cities, The Mists of Avalon, The Man in the High Castle, War and Peace, Chesapeake, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Horror. Meant to scare or shock, horror is a genre filled with the macabre and the terrifying. From ghosts and monsters to psychological thrillers and serial killers, the horror genre is meant to make your reader uncomfortable in the best possible way. Key characteristics. Creates a feeling of fear or dread in both the reader and the characters. Can be realistic or involve supernatural elements. Subgenres. Gothic horror. Lovecraftian horror. Hardcore splatterpunk. Psychological horror. Examples. The Shining. The Final Girl Support Group. No One Gets Out Alive. 
Night Chills. Literary Fiction This is more of a term for a story that doesn't fall under any other genre. Literary fiction is marked by stories that are more or less realistic. They don't have elements of magic or science fiction, but they also don't focus on scaring someone or people falling in love. Stories in this genre could be based on actual events, but are still made up. Key Characteristics The protagonist experiences an important internal transformation. The theme is deeper and more meaningful than other genres. Subgenre. None. Examples. Holes. The Hate You Give. A Time Outside This Time. Mystery and Crime. From your classic whodunits to modern-day vigilantes solving crimes, the mystery and crime genres both focus on unraveling secrets and figuring out a bigger question. In this type of book, the reader learns new information as the characters do, slowly piecing together the solution as they read along. Key Characteristics A single question that moves the story forward, rising tension, and gradually revealing clues. Subgenres Capers and Heists Whodunits Closed Room Mysteries Private Detectives Noir Examples Sherlock Holmes Murder on the Orient Express The Missing American Romance Love is in the air with this genre, which is consistently the most read and purchased genre in the world. Romance books can take many shapes, but they are all marked by some sort of love story between the main characters and always have a H-E-A, happily ever after, or H-F-N, happy for now, ending. Key Characteristics Sympathetic Protagonists or Protagonists Emotional Tension Intimacy, physical or emotional, strong emphasis on love. Subgenres Young Adult, Paranormal, Historical, Erotic, Rom Com. Examples The Hating Game, Crazy Rich Asians, Bridget Jones's Diary, Me Before You, It Happened One Summer. Science Fiction Marked by scientific advancements ahead of our own, During the time it was written, science fiction or sci-fi is like fantasy of the future. Technology, robots, space or time travel, and inventions most of us can't even fathom are all hallmarks of this genre. Key Characteristics Plot heavily influenced by the setting, advanced scientific concepts, and alternate timeline or dimension. Subgenres Climate fiction, dystopian, space opera, hard sci-fi, military sci-fi, artificial intelligence, steampunk, cyberpunk, time travel. Examples. The Hunger Games, The Giver, Hardwired, Neuromancer, Dune. Suspense and Thriller. Though they can overlap with the horror genre, suspense and thriller stories often forsake the supernatural and grotesque for anticipation imminent danger, and atmosphere. Because of this, suspense stories can borrow from other genres, horror, fantasy, sci-fi, action-adventure, and so on, to slow down the pace and make them more tense. This type of story is all about putting your reader on the edge of their seat until everything comes together, or crashing down. Key Characteristics Physical or Psychological Danger Anticipation Pursuit 
a gut-wrenching number of cliffhangers. Subgenres. Crime, spy and espionage, historical, legal, psychological, political, disaster. Examples. Quake, The Killer Collective, Silence of the Lambs, The Girl on the Train, Gone Girl. Western. Marked by rugged plains, law at the end of a gun's barrel, horses, and wide-brimmed cowboy hats, the Western genre is a staple of American literature that usually takes place in the 19th century. This genre is marked by law being introduced or enforced in otherwise lawless places using both historical and fictional characters. Older works in this genre sometimes portrayed white characters as forces of good against American Indians, which gave rise to many racist stories and characters. If you go with a Western story, focus on the romance, action, adventure, and trailblazing. Key Characteristics Set in the American West Romance, Adventure, Survival Subgenres Bounty Hunters Land or Gold Rush Outlaws Weird West Examples The Chuck Wagon Trail The Autumn of the Gun 310 to Yuma and other stories Really anything by Louis L'Amour not homework. What is your genre and subgenre? Here's your first bit of not homework. Isn't it more fun when I say it like that? It's a pretty easy one, I promise. Take your notebook or open up a new note and dabble and list what genre and subgenre your book is going to fall under. Feel free to make some additional notes that you find helpful, like what key characteristics your story will use from your chosen category. Once you've done that, you're ready for chapter two. That's our episode for today. There's so much more to come as we talk to authors about the craft of writing, but also the business of publishing. Be sure to subscribe to the StoryCraft Cafe podcast in your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. The StoryCraft Cafe is made possible by Dabble. Writing a book is challenging. Your writing tool should not be. Dabble is an easy-to-use online writing tool packed with helpful features that allow beginning novelists and published authors to create amazing stories. Visit us at DabbleWriter.com and start your free trial today. Thanks for listening.